I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right, welcome back, everyone, to episode 37 of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo. And I'm Gabe. How are you? <laughs> it's the energy. Yes, keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, all right. <laughs> going to do this today. Mm-hmm. What an episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, man? How you doing? Dude, I'm doing fine. I'm full of energy right now yeah. because we just said, let's have some energy for this podcast, so... Just like that, it's here, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I'm a performer. Yeah, you, you are. You're, you're getting good at this. Um, thank you, thank you. You know, I can't speak for myself, I'm just uh, praising <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm waiting for my Golden Globe in the in the mail, but... You want a Golden Globe for this? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they give the Golden Globe Golden Globes for podcasts. Isn't that well, like more great like... great performance, I don't know, it's not going to be an Oscar, so... Sure. What else is there? Yeah, it's are not going to be an Oscar yet. <laughs> a Webby, how about a that? A Webby, yeah, sure, I'll take a Webby. Yeah, sure. Sure. Sounds like a wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I'm too old for that one. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Moving know how on. To tra- yeah. Um, so uh, we're back with another uh, regular episode. Obviously, we had our um, latest special episode dropping uh, last week, last Monday, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, which was a good episode. I liked that yeah, episode. It um, was. I think it turned out rather well. Even a though great it, intro. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was going to say it took me a while to put this episode together because, um, yeah, it just uh, it was just little things that bothered me, and I kept going back to editing and and also with the cover and stuff. I think I told you this before. Things like that no one would notice. Uh, it just yeah. it's just me and just little things that bothered me. And then, as I said, yeah, no one's going to ever notice them, but or would they wouldn't have noticed them if I hadn't changed them? But anyway, um, I think it turned out well. Yeah, and, um, I mean, we. Yeah. it was a bit of a bumpy episode, which I hope you, as a listener, did not notice, because we had to take a couple of breaks, or I don't know what was the issue, but a couple of times we had to stop I, for like a couple of seconds. And I don't even know that that wasn't even the problem. It was just like little things in the background that I just wanted to, to cut out. It, it wasn't the fact that we were just like stumbling or, or anything like that. It was just little things. I think I, thought, I didn't have to cut um, a lot, just like a couple of couple of seconds or minutes maybe all right well yeah then i don't feel as bad no you shouldn't you shouldn't <laughs> um yeah but yeah. um obviously we're back doing a regular episode now we're talking about the best thing that we've seen uh in the last two weeks because yeah. obviously we've been saving these things up um what about you have you seen a lot of things i think pretty much the same things that you've seen and i think the jam-packed episodes are gonna come out the next couple of weeks because if you are not aware i mean i know you are aware but to anyone who's listening the vienna film film festival will started i think yesterday as of this recording i don't know if you've seen anything so far but uh (laughs) the two of us and uh, are gonna watch a couple of films there some together some not and I'm excited. Yeah. I think there's going to be some cool things. It's going to be interesting to to see how we're going to do this because obviously if we're going to talk about these movies next week or whatever, um, these movies are not going to be released yeah. uh, anytime soon. So it's difficult to sort of recommend them because no one can, can see them. Uh, well, we can... If, you, if we do this 
podcast next week you might you might get some uh how do you uh, some remaining uh tickets that are still available you can maybe buy some online if you're very lucky because the tickets are already sold of course but sometimes you can get a couple of them online or if you go to the similar well it cinema. depends on the movie Obviously, yeah. some movies are more popular than others. But, I mean, this episode is going to be released on Monday. And the yeah. film festival only goes till Sunday. So when we drop the next oh, really? one, it's going to be right. over. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah. bit shorter this, this year. But if you're listening to this episode, check out the, the, the program and see if anything is of interest to you. There's a couple of good things. But overall, the, the, it, they're not like, I think, compared to last year's, um, like the last couple of yeah. years, it's a bit, uh, yeah, it's not as good this year. But we'll, yeah. see. we'll see. I mean, maybe we could have had a chance to see Dune if oh, things had think, turned out differently. Yeah, I but. don't think so, but well, maybe. Yeah, but the thing is, still a couple of cool things, and although you might not be able to see them right away, maybe some of them are going to be released on the internet. Who knows? I'm not sure how they're going to handle the releases, because otherwise they got to wait like a year or more to yeah. release them anywhere. So yeah, you might we'll get see. a chance to see some of them. Yeah. Well, I think we'll just, in the next episode, we'll just talk about some of our favorite things that we've seen so far and then yeah. obviously maybe pick up, uh, like, for example, Borat. I mean, the movie, yeah. maybe we'll talk about that next week as well because that drops um, today when we're recording this and by the time you're listening to this, it's been out for a couple of days. And um, we'll, we'll talk about some of the recent stuff as well, like not just things that are going to be coming out in the next months or whatever. But yeah, yeah right. it's going to be a yeah. jam-packed episode next week, as you said. Sure is, but we still got a couple of cool things to talk about this week. For sure, for sure. So, yeah, I think I'm going to start off this week's episode, and yeah. let's talk about something that we've seen together in the <laughs> sneak preview this week. Well, we which, have two sneaks that we have to discuss, right? That's that right, discuss, but let's yeah. take the, uh, the worst one first, in All right, my the opinion. secrets we keep. Let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How about Greenland first? Well, Greenland is a great movie. Do you, Seriously? Yeah, it's not going to be my pick, but it's uh, I really enjoyed it. You not really even, enjoyed it? I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm no hints of irony there. All right. Uh, well, good for you. Um, yeah. I mean, is the <laughs> secrets we keep, is that your pick? If there hadn't been another thing this week, which okay. we also both saw, <laughs> right. uh, we'll get it would have been. Right, we'll get to it. But okay, so let's talk about the two things that are not going to be our picks. Um, Greenland right. and the secrets, the secrets we keep. Yeah. Um, yeah, start us up. Please um, rant about Greenland then. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, a, what it's, it's, about, a, yeah. it's an action film, an apocalyptic action film with Jared Butler as the leading role who plays a father and his family gets selected for shelter because there's an asteroid or comet. I don't know which one it was. Coming towards Earth and it's worse than everybody thought and the world might end and they have to get to safety and that's pretty much the story. Of them trying to get to safety before this thing hits the earth. Sure. And as soon as the film was over, Flo turned to me and said, Gabe, you hate this movie, right? <laughs> I was right. Well, I didn't hate it. That's that's the thing. I didn't have enough feelings of this film to actually hate it. I, I was like, all right, that just happened. I I feel nothing. Right. But <laughs> but you would, you would agree that this is like... I, this, like, this was and, never going to be like a movie that you enjoyed, right? This is just not the type of movie that you enjoy. Yes. I mean, it's not the kind of thing that I enjoy this, right? And I'm not a fan of Jared Butler. Okay. I don't like his acting and his roles that he does. He's always this 
big macho sure superhero kind of guy and i don't buy it and the thing is with this film it's not just the story it might have been interesting but the acting was so incredibly bad I all did. across the board in my opinion i am maybe it, his wife are his, you kidding the, me the actress who played his wife i think yes was like the best yes morena Baccarin, yeah who was in deadpool she's yeah. she's dead deadpool's uh, girlfriend wife girlfriend girlfriend Oh, yeah. fiance. I don't, know. I don't know. Um I don't Okay, so who else didn't you like? You didn't like Jared Butler's acting. Her father was horrendous. Oh, dude, who, that he is, looked like fucking Are you kidding me? John McAfee. Are you kidding me? I wrote down how great the the father's performance was. <laughs> what? Yes. He was so flat and unconvincing. He was great and the best out of the bunch was the kid. Yeah, at times. Okay. Well, okay. So, <laughs> we're just, all right, I think we've Tyson ever disagreed did. more on the movie, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it uh, shows that even acting is quite subjective, I yeah. guess. But I think the kid at sometimes uh, at times I thought his expressions were quite convincing for the horror that he was going through, especially the scene where the two strangers take him to the military outpost. The best scene in the movie. Dude, yeah. That was, performance-wise, one of the best scenes. And then at other times, the kid just seemed like it didn't even care <laughs> See, I, I, I agree that some of the um like some of the scenes where he was like a cute kid making yeah. his parents sort of smile as about how cute and smart he was mm-hmm. i agree he was like yeah. but, but i don't think that's the fault of the actor i think that's just the scene that is like poorly written i want to i want to shout out his name because i have never <laughs> seen him before and i think he is great he's called roger dale floyd Right, cool name. And um, he plays, as we said, he plays the kid of Jared Butler's character and Morena Baccarin's character. And as you just mentioned as well, there's that one scene where I mean, it's difficult. I don't want to spoil it necessarily, but I do want to talk about this scene because a lot of shit happens in the first, like beyond the fact that, or besides the fact that a a, a comet is going to hit and destroy the planet, a lot of shit happens um, on their way trying to get to safety. And I was like these guys are just meeting the worst people because these people are pretending to help them, but then they turn out to be, or they have other intentions. And there's yeah, that one I mean, scene. Everybody's yeah. just trying to survive, I guess. I mean, yes, no, I agree. They are cunts, but who wouldn't be in this situation, I guess. Right. But there's that scene that you talked about with the, with the, um, with Hope Davis and the guy who plays uh, Roy from the office. I don't know the actor's name. First of all, the cast I, th- I thought was really interesting. There's a lot of like, interesting actors in there that I have never or that I rarely see in movies and they revealed like Hope Davis and obviously but that Roy character and also remind like, me who was Roy in The Office he's Pam's um, husband right or, or, is it husband I think completely Boyfriend. forgot about him uh, his, her fiance yeah yeah um, and also like um, the um, Kelly from King of Queens is in this which what <laughs> Kelly the like Deacon's wife all right. She's a lot uh, of... Uh, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so it was. <laughs> it, it, I love these kind of movies where people are just showing up that I rarely see. And it just, it always, I'm always like trying to place them. And um, I, I couldn't quite place Kelly at first. I mixed her up with a different actress. But then at the end, I looked it up and it was like, oh, of course it's Kelly. But just back to that scene. The kid is sort of... There's two two people who are trying to who are basically kidnapping the kid because they are trying to use the kid 
to get to safety because people are like there's like um uh, choppers that are leading towards a safe destination and they want to sort of get on that chopper with the help of the kid because he has like a wristband that is it's i don't want to get into it too much but there's that scene where they're like talking to the military officers and the kid is and they're just talking to the kid like you pretend like we're your parents we're gonna we're gonna get you to safety just pretend like we're your parents and then the music and stuff and then you see the kid sort of like holding back his tears being super scared and then he literally goes like to the military officer these are not my parents just before they were like able to pass he's like these are not my parents i thought that was i'm not even kidding dude. i thought that was a, an unbelievable scene Dude, I think in this scene, the kid was great, like I said, and that was one of the best scenes, if not the best scene of this film, but yeah. the, this doesn't kind of <laughs> make up for the rest of it, in my opinion. Dude, I'm not saying this is a masterpiece, by any means, <laughs> but I, 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 I liked, I was, in, I, was, I was actually surprised as to how many, like, emotionally, how, invest, how emotionally invested I was during certain scenes, because that scene, for example, in other films, like, they would just sort of, he wouldn't say anything because he was scared or he was like, they would have just gotten away with it. But no, mm. he speaks out, he says it, and then they're like uh, being questioned or whatever. So they're then um, detained or whatever. They're sort of... Taken away by yeah, yeah, but they, a military. They have to sort of pay for the crime that they did and they, because they obviously they kidnapped him. probably so. die. Yeah, because <laughs> they can't get the safety. Yeah, I thought there was an unbelievable scene. Then the father—I don't know, man. I, I liked it when when they sort of meet the father, and then he greets her like, "Hey, sunflower." I thought it was—I thought it was uh, great. I really did. I thought he was like also this big macho guy with his fucking big Graham SUV and yeah. playing cards with his fr- uh, his yeah. friends. Although the world's about to end, which yeah. seemed so over the top. I mean, don't <laughs> any of these people have wives or children? So come on. No, but, but they are all like. I mean, I thought his argument as to why he wanted to stay was quite sweet yeah but it was also over the top so yeah i'm gonna stay here i was born here I'm yeah i mean I american guess. not born here but yeah because of his wife but yeah like i said a lot of these those scenes fell flat for me just because of the acting the only scenes where i was emotionally invested were between the child and the mother whose name i've sadly forgotten the actress's name i'm very sorry morena baccarin Marina Baccarin. I thought she was quite good at times. Yeah, and I think she's a good actress. Yeah. But anything involving Jared Butler, which is <laughs> half the time, was so terrible. I don't like, th- with him trying to save the guy from a car. It's like this typical scenes of I agree. everybody's bad in this and nobody can keep their shit together because humanity is falling apart. But I am the ultra over male, so I'm no, going to save but- this guy. Because I'm the best person out there. I agree, but that was sort of the one scene where he was like heroic towards other people. I agree. That whole I, I didn't need that scene where he sort of went out of his way to save a, a, a stranger. Yeah. But I think uh, like our friend Max said it as well because he he enjoyed the movie because it wasn't Jared Butler saving the world. He was just trying to protect his family. He wasn't like the hero that he is in other films. Like he was. I mean, he was a hero, I guess. But yeah. just sort of he's trying to save his wife and his and his child it's not like him sort of trying to uh save everybody because he can't there's a fucking huge uh, comet trying uh, coming to destroy the earth and stuff and uh, listen i couldn't care less about that whole like comet story that yeah. was sort of interestingly enough um the thing that uh, wasn't interesting like the thing that i didn't care about i actually cared about the the family drama about the whole about it all and 
as I said, that, that the certain certain scenes in there really, 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 really worked for me, and I like this sort of desperation. I think it's sort of realistic in a sense. What would happen if a comet would destroy the Earth or like big parts of the world in like twenty four hours? Havoc would break loose, and everyone. I guess, yeah. This but... obviously maybe not as bad as it was portrayed here, but you know. Maybe. I thought it was Maybe. okay. I mean, I just have three little issues with this film, which is one of them we talked about right off the film, and that was the ending itself. I agree. And it should have ended about one or two minutes earlier. I completely agree. Would have made the film a whole lot better, in my opinion. And the second thing is, the film starts off with apparently the couple, Jared Butler and Moraine Bakery. <laughs> Fuck. It's a difficult name. But... Morena Baccarin. Morena Baccarin having a, apparently some uh, marital problems. And it kind of gets glossed over until like the ending where they kind of talk about it because, yeah, it's a extreme situation, so they kind of forget about it for a moment. But it was so unnecessary. They don't really deal with it at any point except for the ending where they do this big exposition thing with her father and talk about it for right. two minutes and then it's over, which is so unnecessary. Yes and, and no. It's so like in yeah. in a situation like this, you would sort of forget about the issues you of have. Of course, yeah, of course. But I don't need to see this as a viewer because I <laughs> they kind of build up emotional state uh, stakes that I don't care about. Which just I don't know. It's kind of my issue with the writing, I guess, how they handled the whole thing. Not that they did it, but how they dealt with it. Yeah, I guess. I guess maybe build it up a bit more in the beginning. I mean, also the beginning was quite slow. <laughs> and the last yeah. thing is the title, which is yeah. A stupid title because the whole thing is planes are going to safe places and everybody's where are they going? Where are they going? <laughs> well, the film's title is Greenland and it doesn't. Uh, if I recommended this film to anybody and said Greenland, nobody would think of what the film is actually about and it's not really what the film is about. It's not yeah. about Greenland. It's about a family struggling for survival. What would you title it, Gabe? What would you give it? Jared Butler playing a macho hero. Yeah, I would go see that. Yeah, nine dollars, <laughs> please. I don't know. <laughs> it's i don't know yeah i i guess well let's move on i mean we, yeah. we got other things to discuss but i sure. i thought it was i thought it was uh, good for what it was and also like um um the last actor that was in it for like a short time was uh the guy from mindhunter which was like yeah. random as fuck as well for like five lines and yeah yeah holt it. what's his name holt um mccallany i'm looking it up now sure he plays, I mean, the uh, guy in the truck, uh, Jared Butler meets at the back of the truck. What's yeah. his name? He's also quite... Uh, well, you kind of know his face from somewhere. Which one do you mean? The guy with... Uh, he meets back in the back of the truck who kind of tells him about uh, the planes taking off from Canada. Yes. I, I, I know his face. I don't know his name. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I couldn't tell you what he was... What, what, what else was he in? I have no idea. Just remember his face and i know i know him from somewhere or he's just looks exactly like, like somebody else he but reminded me so. of of um ti the guy who was in ant-man <laughs> no idea ant-man wasn't my favorite marvel film to be honest so yeah i have no idea i don't know but yeah a lot of, lot of right. uh, cool actors in there i thought right let's move on let's talk yeah, about let's the talk secrets about we keep the better sneak preview <laughs> I, I disagree, but um, I think they're like almost at the same level. I, I, I didn't love either of them, but I thought... I mean, you know. I think The Secrets We Keep was way more interesting. I thought the acting was better, and it was quite a thrilling thriller. I mean, I was not sure thriller? what was about to happen until the very end. I mean, towards the end, you 
kind of got an idea, but it's sort of the 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 complete opposite of Greenland in terms of like the the world is going down a global yeah. event, and this is like a very very contained thriller about a family <laughs> and like, like three people involved or whatever. Yeah, but I thought it was quite good. Yeah, they so also this have is, a yeah. young son, so they do. I don't remember his acting, to be honest. <laughs> it was all right, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The Secrets We Keep, this is a story. It, it, it stars, um, I think her name is Numi Rapaz. I never yes. know how to pronounce her name. From Alien. From uh, Prometheus, That's yeah. Prometheus, I'm sorry. And uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, the, the Swedish version, is it? Mm. The Scandinavian version? Yeah. <laughs> she plays Lisbeth Swedish. Salanda yep. in the original version, yeah. And um, Christmas Cena. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alexander Sarsgaard, uh, Skarsgaard, yeah. Sarsgaard, Skarsgaard, Skarsgaard. Yeah. <laughs> Two Swedish actors, yeah, none of whom are playing Swedish people. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is yeah. Do you want to give him another quick synopsis? You could at these synopsis. I am. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> the sequence we keep uh, is set in the fifties. <laughs> sorry, with... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just looking up Alexander Skarsgaard on, on IMDb. Have you? Do you have it open? Just check out his profile picture for a second. It's very sexy, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know it? Well, I googled him once before when I saw uh, what's it called, Altered Carbon, where right. he's the leading actor. Yeah. I mean, he's got no pants on. He does. Well, let me check it out again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do not remember this picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong scars card. You you can tell by the pants. Oh, wait. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Then it's not Alexander Skarsgård. It is. The guy from Altus Carbon is somebody else. No, that... Oh, that's... Oh, I'm so stupid. It's not him. It's uh, Joel Kinnaman. It's Joel Kinnaman. I always mix up these two actors. Sorry, The Secrets We Keep stars Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Somebody completely different, but... Yeah, but I always mix these two up. But he's also Swedish, isn't he? Uh, Yeah. Swedish-American. Yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. Well, I didn't even think about... When he says Skarsgård, I just assumed that it was right. Yeah. He just looks like a Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> I always mix these two up, but sorry, yeah, go on. Anyway, yeah, um, it's about a family living in the US in the 50s, and the wife of this family is from Romania, and apparently fled there after or during the World War. All right, she mentions that she met her husband, who is an American who went there as a doctor, shortly after the world war and they met there and moved to america and she lives there they have a son quite a happy family but when she's out and about in town she notices a man and starts following him and then realizes or thinks she realizes that it's this alexander guy is alexander skarsgård <laughs> she's like what he's in about- yeah. he was he's supposed in the, to yeah. be born for like 30 years <laughs> what's going on no and the guy is a nazi that she encountered in the war and that she still has uh, well uh, she's very traumatized by uh, what happened with this man and then she kind of takes fate into her own hands and kidnaps the guy and what happens in this film is pretty much her and her husband trying to decide what to do with him uh, if to kill him and if she's even remembering it right, because she's so traumatized by what happened, uh, they aren't even sure, especially her husband, if he is the guy that they think they are, because he says he's from Switzerland, he doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And then it's kind of revealed, is it true, is it not true, what is going on, and kind of revealed what actually happened to her to traumatize her this way. Right, they sort of keep him in their basement. Yeah. 
like uh, locking him in there and sort of in, uh, like interrogating Torturing him. Torturing and right. interrogating him. Yeah. Sort of the husband wants to get to the truth if he's actually that guy and yeah. um, if, or if the just, wife, his wife just mixes, mixed him up or whatever. Yeah, because her husband didn't realize any of that happened to her and right. is quite surprised because she tells him what happened or a version <laughs> of it. Yeah, she just like drives up with a car and she's like, I got a, I got a guy in the, in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what, wait, what? <laughs> and I mean, it is quite an interesting uh, setup, I think, because the whole setup of, is she even telling the truth? Because if you're traumatized this way, you don't remember everything correctly, probably. And then again, it was years ago. And the husband is also in this weird position of, I want to trust my wife, but I've never heard any of this, what you just told me, because she apparently kept it a secret. So is she lying? Is she confused? What the fuck is going on? What am I supposed to do as a guy who loves his wife, but doesn't want to fucking kill some guy? Yeah. And I thought it was a pretty cool film. Yeah, I'm surprised as to how much you enjoyed this. Uh, How much you enjoyed this. Well, I just thought it was an average movie. Um. I wasn't I mean, really that uh, invested in the story. It wasn't great through and through, but all in all, I it was a pretty cool film. And it's a film that I would rec- recommend to somebody who's interested in those kinds of thrillers. Yeah. I mean, um, what did you think about the ending without spoiling it? Like, did you uh, see that coming or did you um, did you like the way they wrapped it up? I saw it coming towards the end. I think most people did. Where the you know the scene I think I'm talking about and everybody a friend of ours said like he was quite surprised by what happened and I kind of fought up I wasn't I was like half playing with the idea in my mind like it would be yeah. f- funny in parenthesis uh, if this happened sure and it did and I thought it was not a bad way to end it I thought it was quite interesting and I actually kind of liked it I think it's an yeah it's a it's a bold ending yeah which I don't necessarily mean it's a great ending. It's a bold ending. It's a, you know, it's... I think they wrapped yeah. it up quite nicely, especially with the very last scene. Yeah, I see that. In the yeah. park. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, as I said, <laughs> I think it's an interesting <laughs> way to wrap it up. But um, I, mean, I agree. I, th- I thought the performances were good. And yeah. um, I thought especially her, Numi Rapace. Yeah, I thought um, she was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. But she's always interesting. She's always, she, she makes very interesting movies. Um, like also, have you seen that... Um, um, what happened to Monday? Is that what it's called? I don't think so. No, what's that? Where she has like seven twin sisters <laughs> with Willem no. Dafoe. No, I mean I love Willem Dafoe, uh, Dafoe, but I have no idea. What no. happened to Monday? Never I heard like that this. movie. That's like a uh, well, that also was in the sneak, and it was also released on Netflix. Um, it was a weird movie. I, I remember seeing it with, with Ben and he sort of spoiled the movie for me because he realized what was going on way before I did. And he was like, oh, oh, come on. You, you, you see through this, right? And I was like, what? No, I don't. But now I do. Thank you for that. <laughs> I enjoyed that well, movie. Well, I got to check this film out then. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's, but, it's uh, decent. Talking about the sneak, uh, we talked about the director and if anybody knows who he is, right? Yeah. And I looked it up. Yusuf Adler. And he made a film that was in the sneak before, I think, last year. The Operative with Diane Kruger. Oh, and I missed Martin that Freeman. One. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that good? The secrets we keep was better. Okay. <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> well, I'm not going to seek out the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to. But I think with the secrets we keep, I, I kind of get it if you don't love it. But I wouldn't say it's a bad movie in any way. Right. No, I agree. I don't. I wouldn't say that either. Um. And yeah, Alexander Skarsgård is is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> He always is. Yeah. 
even in the movies he's not in <laughs> where where does alexander skarsgård actually uh star in we talked about this before he's tarzan right that's the guy and so he's also Skarsgård. in big little lies i haven't seen that one yeah he's got a very prevalent role in big little lies and um isn't there supposed to be a second season coming out in 2021 the second season is done Already done, all right. Well, I've already, yeah, that that came out like a year ago, half a year ago. Yeah. I thought season one came out like a year ago. No, that's longer. Oh, right. Yeah. It's going to be a third season? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Because I was quite surprised when I heard there was even a second season because I thought it was a miniseries like Sharp Objects with like only one season yeah. because like there are some big, big actresses in there and they don't usually make uh, multi, as a. <laughs> More than one season of any show, yeah. No, I don't think they planned on doing it, but it was such a great success, uh, a great success (laughs) for coming out this this Friday. Isn't that a Borat quote? Great success. Great success, yeah, I think so. (laughs) Could very well be. Um, But yeah, I I didn't need the second season. I thought the first season was excellent and the second season was okay, but they obviously they brought in Meryl Streep for the second season Mm. and that sort of makes it worth watching. All right, well, I'm very interested in watching that, especially it's if good. we're going to do like a Kitman or Streep special at some point. Yeah, it's going to be very, It's it, that would definitely make my list. Yeah, cool. Good to know. Let's talk about the best thing we've seen. I assume it's the same thing. Because we, I assume you, so you, you only well, have yeah. one thing left, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is the same thing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, you go first. It's your turn at this week. Well, you say interesting. There wasn't a lot of other things to choose from, and it's a very well, I don't cool know what you film. watched. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> Well, uh, the best thing that I've seen all week, and I guess Flo as well, is The Trial of the Chicago 7, which we talked about on last week's episode, I think, towards the end, or maybe the one before that. Yeah, it was we, the last week episode. Yeah, talked about it, because it is by the director and writer that you absolutely love, who is... You want me to say it? I want you to say it, because uh, it's it is your guy. Oh, thank you. My guy, Aaron Sorkin, who uh, wrote... All of my favorite movies, I guess. Or many <laughs> many of them. Yeah, and this was the movie that... Um, it's been out on Netflix since, um, I think, um, October 16th, I believe. 15th or 16th. But I, t- I told you this before. It was released in theaters here on October the 2nd, which is my birthday. And I was <laughs> like, I could not believe this when I saw it. My This is because I say it all the time. And believe me, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, it is true. This is another one of my most anticipated movies of the year just because of Aaron Sorkin. And I was like, oh my God, they were going to release the movie on my birthday. Great. I'll be <laughs> watching that like a couple of days after. But then obviously I got sick and then I I, uh, I just watched it on uh, like at home. But I was sort of, you know, thought about going to the going to the cinemas, but then I was like, yeah, don't no need to spend extra money on this. Yeah, I think it's not a film that you absolutely need to see in the cinemas. I mean, I guess, but like, I, I don't know. Yeah, but there, there's some scenes I would have liked to see in the cinema because there is some a great Sorkin humor in there, which is always, obviously, all the funny moments in movies are better if you watch them with a crowd. I guess, yeah. But yeah, this is Sorkin going back to a courtroom drama, which he did before with A Few Good Men, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies. And he, he wrote that movie and it was directed by Rob Reiner, but this time he's... Um, he wrote and directed the Chicago, uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, <laughs> I thought this was so great because I knew from like screenshots and stuff like that that it was about protests in like like the seventies or sixties. Yeah, but I didn't know it was a courtroom drama. And as soon as the film started and it's kind of turned out as a courtroom <laughs> drama, I had to kind of laugh out loud a bit because 
I realized how perfect this film is yeah. for you because I know how much you love courtroom dramas. Yeah. I know it's by Aaron Sorkin, so it seems like the perfect film for you. Yeah, it did. But, I mean, what did you expect? It's called The Trial of the Chicago 7. <laughs> it sort of implies a courtroom drama, no? I guess. I, didn't, I guess I didn't think of uh, yeah. that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, I would love to, for you to go first um, because yeah. I got I got uh, some I got opinions on this, yeah. All right. So the film is about, well, the trial of the Chicago 7 because in the late 60s when just before Nixon uh, started his term in office as the U.S. president, there was a big protest outside the Democratic Convention, which was not sanctioned by the city. So they had a bit of an illegal protest there, which then turned into a very violent uh, spectacle. Right. And some of the ringleaders of that protest were arrested, and it's about that trial and who was responsible for it. Right, who started the riots. Yeah. Yeah, some people say the police. Some people say the protesters. Right. And it's a very fitting topic and film for today's day and age. Yeah. I think I read somewhere that even Aaron Sockett mentioned that he couldn't have anticipated how accurate and yeah. on point this topic is for today. And the uh, Chicago 7 are played by some big name actors like Sasha Baron Cohen, who is most yeah, mostly known for his role as Borat, right. fittingly. Yep. And then we got Eddie Redmayne, John Carl Lynch, who is a great actor and director. <laughs> and their lawyer is played by... Mark Rylance. Rylance, Rylance. Yeah, yep. Mark Rylance, that's his name. And the prosecutor is played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's also a big actor. And right. I don't know judge, who else we have in the there. judge, Frank Langella. Langella, thank you. Or is it Langella? But I think it's Langella. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Like Sorry. the American pronunciation of his Italian name. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a very cool film about that trial and seeing what happened from kind of both sides, I guess, what people talk about and how this is a very political trial. And I think one of the best <laughs> or the funniest uh, parts of this film were uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and his friend Stone, something Stone, right, is the name, the actor, or Jeremy Strong. Strong, sorry, Strong. And because they're playing hippies <laughs> and just the way they they act in court and refuse to take anything seriously because right. they're anti, anti-establishment and authority and there's this great scene right at the beginning with the egg which is very funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, I liked it very much to be honest i thought it was a great film with a whole lot of humor it was it, it drew a bit uh it drew a bit on is that the kind of word i'm looking for uh it's yeah it's some scenes were not as entertaining as others, let's say it that way. But I, all in all, it's a pretty good film. The only thing that I thought was not that great is they're the trial of the Chicago 7, but like two of the five people on trial are pretty much nobody with close to no lines. I mean, it is that they mentioned mean, the right. way why they are right. nobody. Like they're just there to be there. So they have somebody who's not as important on there. Maybe somebody they can acquit or something. Right. And I was also quite sad that John Carroll Lynch didn't have a bigger role. Because yeah, I but, thought his character was quite interesting. Right, but he like he is not like a leading actor. I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but he always plays these supporting roles. And, I guess, um, but it would have been cool to kind of see his character develop more. And I think I, he could be a leading actor. Yeah, no, for, for sure. I, I liked his performance in this as well. I thought he had some great scenes, even though 
he didn't have a lot of scenes, but I thought the scenes he had were were great and powerful. Yeah, it would have been cool to see more scenes with him and his family. Yeah, but, but I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, as you said, it, it went on for a while. It's like two hours ten or whatever, so um, they had to like cut it down to the most important things, I guess. Yeah, and one little criticism, I guess, is sure. also one thing that is revealed towards the ending. I think you know which thing I mean with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen's character kind of saying something which then kind of makes a bit of a twist in the story and everybody's like oh wow it it was meant differently right which i do not want to say because it's kind of spoils the whole film yeah but i thought that scene was a bit cheesy but i always want it was always yeah like always when it when it's based on reality like i'm always wondering if that was like actually the case if that happened maybe but i'm sure it didn't happen in like the way they portrayed it yeah, but yeah. Well, those are my thoughts on the film. How about you? I know you just mentioned how much you were looking forward to the film. Did <laughs> yeah. it hold up? Or Well, first of all, I got to say, because you talked about the stellar cast. Yeah. I w- like, I've been following this project since it was announced. And w- when, the, when the, um, the lineup and the casting was announced, I was already like less excited than I was before. Because I knew it was an Aaron Sorkin courtroom drama. Because I'm not a fan of any of these actors uh, besides Frank Langella. I'm not saying that I don't like them, but I was hoping for a better cast in terms of people that I actually really, really like. I'm not a big fan of Sasha Baron Cohen's. I'm not a big fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, Eddie Redmayne, is, is, it sounds so harsh when I say it, but I think he's a fine <laughs> actor. But um, So that was sort of... And that, that um, when I watched the movie, um, that sort of... Uh, solidified my my thoughts or it sort of uh, confirmed my thoughts about the movie before because i was just hoping for for other actors to appear first of all i gotta say or first of all i gotta say like there's one actor that is revealed halfway through or which is i don't want to say it now because actually i all right heard about this actor being in the movie but i thankfully forgot about it when i watched it so when he was revealed i was like oh that's so great and i thought he was (laughs) Unreal. I thought he was excellent in the movie. He was pretty cool, yeah. Um, what about like you saying you would have liked more A-list actors? I guess it but doesn't it, have to it be is A-list. The trial of like the Chicago Seven. If you have one actor, like if you throw Brad Pitt in there, it would like no, no, I'm not throw the that. whole thing out of balance. I guess sure. And I, I, th- I thought any every one of these actors did a fine job. I was just sort of a bit like. Uh, it sort of, as I said, it lessened my expectations, and it sort of, it, it, it was confirmed. It, it, they just, they didn't blow me away. That's, uh, that's honestly the case. And I also have to say, Aaron Sorkin, he had directed one movie prior to this, which was Molly's Game, which I thought was very, very good as well. But I do think, and it pains me to say this, I think that both Molly's Game and The Trial of the Chicago Seven would have been better with an even better director use the same script because he's one of the best writers in the world but they, these scripts could have been elevated in better hands of, of like better directorial hands i do believe it and i listened to a review of mark kermode who i very much like his um, like i always respect his opinion and he said and i wrote this down because i thought it was so accurate that this movie sort of he used the word it was wiggy which i know is not a word but it <laughs> what completely applies don't you agree what context he also said it was it was fluffier than it needed to be. And I agree with that. It was just, yeah. they didn't focus on the trial and they sort of like, they painted all these characters they like as these eccentric, 
over the top and wiggy, sort of implying them wearing wigs, and just looked out of place and not serious enough for the matter that it was, for the for the subject matter. Of course, these guys didn't take the trial seriously, which is also what the story is about a little bit, but they just could have done that differently. I thought it was just too much at times. I really did. I guess, I guess especially with uh, Strong's character right. being quite eccentric. Yeah, I talked about this with my dad yesterday, and he actually like he said that he loved his performance in this, and because he's apparently also fantastic in the show Succession, which I haven't watched, but um, I did not like his performance uh, as he's uh, funny, but he is, I mean, he is always supposed to be, I guess, the loudest guy in the room. Yeah, but it can get a bit annoying, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and and also I don't want to, I don't want to say that he played it uh, poorly. I just thought that his character uh, Jerry Rubin. Maybe he was. Maybe he is that way in real life. Maybe he was that way in real life. Maybe he just. Maybe he portrayed him very, very accurately. I don't know that, but I just didn't like the 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 accent and sort of. I thought he was just. Uh, yeah, he didn't seem like a real person. Yeah. Um, I thought it was extremely weird with like the after credits or during yeah. the credits the like uh, text that showed up mm-hmm. told you what happened to each of the characters or some of them, and it showed what happened to Ruben's character. Yeah. Uh, the the real room i guess which is so weird yeah but i guess yeah he's a weird person yeah we don't want to give it away but yeah yeah but let's let's i mean it sounds like i didn't like the movie i did like it a lot and another thing i wanted to ask you because i i read some reviews as i said and a lot of people pointed out that they thought the first half of the movie was great and then it sort of the second half was um um it wasn't as good and it sort of became like too much cliched and like um they they mentioned they said that the first half of the movie was uh, great and the second half wasn't, and I actually thought it was completely the, the other way around. I do kind of agree. Like I mentioned before, with well, I expressed myself pretty poorly, but it dragged on a bit, and I think those scenes that dragged on were more towards the latter half of the film with like Eddie Redmayne's character. Which... So you don't agree with me? You think the first half was better? Yeah. Okay. Well, although some scenes then again at the end were kind of cool with like revealing what happened at the convention. Yeah. Those scenes I thought were pretty cool, but like inside the cauldron I thought was more interesting, especially with the character whose name I've forgotten, who was uh, part of the Black Panthers, who was on trial, whose scenes yeah. are more relevant in the Bobby first Seal? half. Is that his name? Maybe. I'm so bad with names. I think it's Bobby Seal. His real name is something. <laughs> he was in Watchmen. Yeah. yeah please say his name. I want to, yeah. No, it's Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. Yeah. He played Bobby Seal, yeah. Right. I thought those scenes were more interesting. And yeah. I mean the the second half was still pretty cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the second half more because that that's sort of when Sorkin humor kicked in for me. And there were some scenes now I want to well, talk the about. The humor kind of died down with the second half. You think half. so? See, yeah. I, I disagree. I, I think so. Because I really had to laugh out loud a couple of times in the second half. Um, and I want to now praise the movie because, as I, as I said, <laughs> I actually really did enjoy it. There was one scene that re- I really had to laugh out loud, and I loved it, as especially as a courtroom family because I hadn't seen it before. First of all, Frank Langella as the judge I thought was great. Yeah. There's some, a bit of Oscar cool. buzz around him already, which, I don't know, it's just fan generator or whatever but a lot of people say that Sasha Baron Cohen and, and him were sort of the standouts and there's that one scene where the character that uh, we the, or the actor that I don't want to reveal who it is but he says like um, that's the uh, what happened on blah 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 and he says yeah that's um, Rich, uh, Richard Nixon was elected president and Frank Langella as the judge he goes sustained 
And Mark Rylance goes, nobody objected. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. It's such a courtroom cliche, but I've never seen that before. I really love that. And there's some there's scenes like that, like well-written dialogue throughout the whole film that really um, are just Sorkin at his best. But it's sort of, for me, I, I felt like his dialogue became better and more engaging in the in the latter half of the movie for whatever reason yeah. but yeah it's, i don't know john carroll lynch i liked his scene where he was like where he hits the guy the way he hits the, yeah. the guy who's trying to restrain him and because then he the says whole, yeah. yeah yeah sorry i just uh, want to say yeah because the whole like arc of john carroll lynch's character is this pacifist guy who teaches his child at the very beginning to never hit anybody yeah and to never provoke somebody oh, but sorry go ahead no, but as you, yeah, and then after like them because the trial goes on forever, and then he mm. says like, "Why don't you give us like a, a real trial?" I've sat here for six months, mm. and then um, he goes like, "Yeah, you don't need to grab my arm because he's trying to." The, the judge asks people to rest, to restrain him, and um, then he hits him, and then he's like completely shocked, and his kid is in the audience too, yeah. and he goes like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I, I thought his performance in that scene was was great. Mm. Yeah, I thought so as well, especially with like you said, with them trying to grab his arms. So, you don't have to grab me. I'm going to sit down. And he sits down and immediately yeah. gets back up just because he's so full of adrenaline. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And, and also, I mean, with, yeah, go on. Go on. I'm sorry, with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's character, you seeing this like Oscar boss or people praising him. I thought he was really cool in this film, but I had a feeling he was kind of playing himself at times. <laughs> yeah. Just for him trying to provoke the judge. Seems like such a Sasha Baron Cohen thing to do with like him. Uh, wearing the the judge robes and then underneath another right. costume, <laughs> yeah, like seems something like he would totally do. I agree, and yeah, I mean, I thought Eddie Redmayne was good as well as, um, and I liked them how I liked how they sort of told the story with flashbacks. I did, I did enjoy yeah. that, and also the scene that you talked about where um, he interpreted the thing wrongly, and that's why the scene that you talked about before with with Baron Cohen and with uh, with Eddie Redmayne because mm-hmm. he he. You know the scene I'm, talk- I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was uh, that was a great scene. Really, that was sort of... Uh, I was really thrilled and engaged during that scene. I thought it was a bit too too easy, I guess. It's it's a cheap, like, twist, I guess. Yeah, it's like a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's like this Deus Ex Machina of right. them seem absolutely fucking them. Some right. little, like, detail. And but I liked how sort changes. of Sasha Baron Cohen sort of explains it to his lawyer because he mm-hmm. read everything that... Um, Tom Hagen, Eddie Redmayne's character, has ever published. And that's sort of mm. why he understood what he actually meant to say. And I like the reaction of like, oh, you, you actually read everything that I did? Yeah, of course. And you're a great writer and whatever. And sort of I liked the, the dynamic between the two of them there because they're obviously two people who don't really see eye to eye during most of the thing. And that's sort of, that was a nice scene. And the ending I thought was great. Yeah, the very, very last very, scene was very cool. Like very... Um, cliche like very over the top and maybe very glorified and a bit unrealistic maybe i don't know how it happened actually like but sort of the the um the thing they decided to do was mm. really powerful i thought and also like what joseph gordon levitt did then which was also like very cliche actually dick uh, did like the whole thing i was wondering the same thing i, because, I can't be right that would take forever well aren't they technically entitled to that time uh, yeah, because i I, don't know. I think i, I read know. somewhere that somebody had like could like do like the same thing that they did and yeah, had like a speech thing. for about a day yeah. they couldn't stop him legally so he just dragged on yep i was literally wondering the same thing 
but that's it. Yeah, I, I did. I did enjoy it. I really did. And it's I just cool think yeah. it would have been even better with a different cast and a better director. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not a bad director. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. I hope that came across. Yeah, um, it is still a pretty cool film. Uh, even if, if you said like a better director, he's still a great director. He's maybe not on the same level as like I don't know Denis Villeneuve or like Fincher, but he's still a very good director. I think he's a. I think he's a good director. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I wasn't a fan of Molly's game to be honest. But you weren't a fan film, of Molly's game. No, I think we talked about what? this before. I've never heard that before. An all right, outrageous. No, I, yeah, <laughs> I like Molly's game a lot. But yeah, I think his writing is just genius and definitely worth checking out. He's a great writer. Yeah, I still haven't seen a few good men, and I know that's like a big flaw and a big a missing part of my uh, movie knowledge whatever too many films to watch but yeah i know i know so many but yeah dude i think all in all good two weeks i guess i mean trials to yeah. chicago 7 was a pretty cool film to see and like i said secrets we keep is a film that i probably wouldn't have watched if i hadn't seen it in the sneak yeah and greenland and, was great <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I wouldn't have paid for, for this film if it hadn't been in the sneak sure like that i don't know I enjoyed all these three uh, things this week or the last two weeks. I enjoyed them all. But obviously, Trial of the Chicago 7 is also on Netflix now, and that's sort of the pick of the bunch. And I think uh, it's a story. I mean, I say this also a lot, but it's a a story that deserves to be told. It's quite a fascinating story. Yeah. And I think the ending is I I did not expect. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. And once again, it it sounded maybe like I was bashing. I thought the cast was fine. I thought the direction was fine. I was just hoping for a bit more because it was sort of so suited towards me and Aaron Sorkin courtroom drama. I was just expecting that bit more. But it is a very good film. (laughs) It's hard when expectations are that high. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, yeah, as I said, it's really, it's a good, it's a good, it's a great film. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, good, good, good couple of picks. Yeah. Another episode in the back. Yep was a fun one as always yes and uh, we uh, talked about the next special episode the person that we're going to center it around yeah. uh, which is going to be a t- quite a task as it always is <laughs> but i'm excited to talk about it because um, uh, yeah another interesting career to be dissected by us yeah and maybe after this recording is over i gotta ask you if i can borrow a blu-ray because i'm very sure that you got it okay <laughs> sure <laughs> we, we can do that all right. But yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at Best Thing Radio or on Instagram under Best Thing Radio. And apart from that, you can find us on pretty much any podcast platform with YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts under Best Thing We've Seen. We appreciate a, uh, a review or a like on YouTube or even a subscribe would help out a big a big deal and check out our cover art which flow designs every week you can check it out on youtube where it's the thumbnail or on instagram where he also posts it and i guess also on twitter right so yeah thank you so much for listening thank you very much we hope you have a good week and um we'll be back uh, with another episode next monday yeah looking forward to it Bye-bye. bye bye